Hello and welcome to Sunnydale Study Group, the podcast for returning Scoobies and Buffy newbies. I'm Omar. I'm Chris. <laughs> and I'm Holland. And we are joined for part two with our very special guest, Jason Inman. Hey, I was here for part Ooh. one, too. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I was not here for part one. What no, did I miss? you were on a boat. Well, you weren't on a boat. You were almost on a boat. You were slightly on a boat. I just got back from a boat. <laughs> I was ice skating, and an angel was watching me ice skate. It's oh, creepy. That was gorgeous. Gorgeous fade. You weren't, you, weren't, you weren't stuck in a basement? No, I wasn't there yet. In the cage of your own emotions that yeah. then later turned out to be just random smoke. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> really quickly, no. before we jump into, into all that goodness, um, we just, in case you missed part one for any reason, oh, yeah. Jason is our guest. Uh, he was here for part one of What's My Line. He is the co-host of DC All Access. He is also one of the brains behind Red Shirt Diaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is out this month, so definitely check yeah. it out. September 14th, Monday, new episode, woo! <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And he is... Chris, Chris is in our episode three. Or yeah. No, or, or, yeah. What, what? He's very early on. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see him in the beginning. Yeah, episode three to six, I'm not certain. <laughs> uh, Chris is also a writer on the series. Yes, he along is. With, Cr- along Chris with... co-wrote our first episode. Wow. Yeah, Chris is nodding. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. It's not, uh, it's not inaccurate. So if you didn't like it, the co the, the the stuff that you don't like was all the stuff I co didn't write. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's all my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and Jason is, of course, uh, one of the co-hosts of uh, Geek History Lesson, mm-hmm. which is a podcast where it teaches you everything about the geek world. We've got to do a Buffy character. episode, so yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. I don't, awesome. I don't know. We're looking for the right time. <laughs> yeah, I think there'll be a yeah. I think there'll be a special time. I mean, you guys nailed Fantastic Four. Mm, not that anyone's going to be talking about that for a while. <laughs> I think everyone's talking about it. Yeah. Uh, but let's not deal with uh, <laughs> unpleasantries. Yep. Let's head into the library. Not my best segue. <laughs> I was, I'll be the you know what? I was, I was wondering. I was like, what pun is Omar going to use to connect I, this? No, I, wish, I wish the listeners at home could hear Omar's homemade sound effects that he does before the editing. <laughs> I usually don't. It's usually Holland and Chris yeah. make the door oh, noises. Nice. So I think I'm just rusty on it. Oh, great! Mm-hmm. Not even rusty. I think I'm just like I, I, I didn't. I wasn't even here to to gain rust to then come back to. Mm-hmm. I'm just oh. new. Speaking of things that could be in a rusty basement, ah, hey. making out. <laughs> uh, there is a lot that happens in this episode, right? Mm-hmm. Kissing, mm-hmm. fighting, more loving, kissing, more kissing, paint, glue. Yeah. Giles it's and Willow glue, teaming right? up. Glue. Yeah, glue. Glue. Liquid <laughs> adhesive. Yep. Mm-hmm. But hey, let's say that you were in, um, uh, you were still thinking about the ice skating from last episode. Yep. And you were just so, you went back and just watched that scene over and over and you get a chance to watch part two. Mm-hmm. Well, don't worry about it because Chris Bramante is going to catch you up in our cram session where he is going to summarize the episode in five easy, totally skatable, skate assassin Non-overly complicated sentences. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 So, Chris, let's cue the music and take it away. So there's Buffy and Angel, trapped against some strange woman who says she is a vampire slayer, and it turns out that she actually is, because when Buffy <laughs> died... She was called, and her slayer, her watcher, sent her because she could sense dark energy gathering at the Hellmouth. One, one. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. 
I'm not. I, I, this isn't one of the sentences. Keep in mind, I'm a little. Uh, I'm a little. I'm a little lost. My bearings wasn't in part sunstroke. one. <laughs> what? Drinking alcohol. I said sunstroke. But I have sunstroke. I was alcohol. drinking beer on a boat. I mean, you still I was... got your sea legs. <laughs> there you go. Also, East Coast. Yeah. The East Things Coast. Exactly. Sentences like, run longer. What does sentence do? <laughs> I must know. So that was two. Right. <laughs> so, in order to revive Drusilla, Spike needs the blood of, a si- of Drusilla's sire, who is Angel, which means the vampire that turned her into a vampire. So... Uh, hmm, oh god. Okay. <laughs> two. Period. Two. <laughs> Billy the Snitch turns Angel over to Spike and Drusilla, who have him now for the ritual, and bring him to a local church where they are going to use Angel's blood while Drusilla tortures Angel and prepares him for the ritual that will allow her to be revived. Meanwhile. Uh, meanwhile, Sorry, Xander and Cordelia are in a basement making out and defeating the last members of the Order of Taraka, which is a group of mystical assassins who have been sent to distract the Slayer, while Spike is able to enact his honestly pretty romantic gesture for someone he really cares about. Nine. Three? Nine. <laughs> 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 there were nine total... He's like, oh, period, period, period. He's throwing periods out. Like, gosh. <laughs> um, oh, wait, what am I on? Did I just say three sentences? I think that was three. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. Sure, yeah. In the sense that, like, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide is technically a trilogy. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so. Kendra's a vampire slayer, and she's united with the gang. Xander and Cord... And Xander and Cordelia and Willow and the whole team come back up. Everybody's united because they're ready to save Angel from the situation where he's been captured by these horrible vampires and is being tortured. And they go to the church in order to save Angel. Four? Four. I was waiting for the take me to church joke. Yeah. Take me to church. Yep. (laughs) My my words are limited. (laughs) That's not a sentence. <laughs> but as punctuation a big isn't, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Bring it a, home, Chris. Bring it home. A big battle goes down, and Willow and, Zan- and Giles stake their first vampires, Kendra and Buffy, and Kendra... I'm going to throw in a bunch of ands. And Kendra and Buffy team up as slayers, defeat the organization that's been going on in this very elaborate um, ritual situation, and ultimately destroy save Angel, destroy the ritual, crash a giant organ onto Spike and Drew, and maybe they're dead and maybe they're not, but in the final moments, Drusilla comes out of the ashes, revived, holding Spike's uh, limp corpse, and then Kendra takes a plane back to uh, to wherever she's from, which is possibly... <laughs> <laughs> 17 pages. <laughs> it's not my best work. It's not my best. <laughs> there's, but you know what? A lot happens in this episode. Yeah, there's a lot. A lot happens in this episode. There's a lot of build up in part one that mm-hmm. we talked about. Uh, for example, the ice skating metaphor. Just, just kidding. Uh, but a lot does happen in part one, and now we're Wait, kind of just paying off on everything in part two. What was the ice skating metaphor? 
um, that were all on thin ice. Yep. And That's sometimes true. a Zamboni comes out, but mm-hmm. by the end, all the cracks on the ice rink that is yep. your, your experience life. <laughs> can be covered up with the help of your friends. That's, a, that's amazing. Yeah, we can all words to live by. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I want to I ask a, a question to the whole panel. Sure. Which was better, part one, part two? Ooh, part two. I okay. I agree. I agree yeah, with Chris. Yeah, part yeah, two. Yeah. Oh, I just pulled the headphone. Sorry. <laughs> um, I I okay. I, I just want to jump into this. I, I would normally like space it out a little bit, but let's just get right into this. Kendra and Buffy are really interesting to me. Yeah. Their, um, their dynamic, because... Oh, that's a little spoiler for the music couple episode. Uh, <laughs> but they... So Kendra's whole thing is that slaying is your life, and that's her identity. Yeah. Whereas Buffy is... She has a whole life, and slaying sometimes inconveniences it. It's not really... Mm-hmm. It's definitely not all of it, and it's, it's maybe sometimes not even a part of it. Mm-hmm. It's an inconvenience. Um, and then her and Giles, Buffy and Giles always butt heads about this, right? Totally. Whereas Kendra and Giles get along really well. And the fact that they're able to work together and come to sort of like a synthesis by the end, like an agreement of what it is and what makes a good Slayer, I think is what makes this episode really pop. Well, it's interesting too that in part one, Buffy spends most of the episode being like, oh, I, I want a life, I want a life, I want a life. And when she sees that Kendra is the extreme of yeah. what Slayer can basically, that's your entire life. Like, Kendra doesn't talk to boys. Nope. She doesn't tell anybody that she's a Slayer. She doesn't have friends. Like, she, it seems like at the beginning, like, she doesn't even know what the word friend means. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It also seems friend. like she, like, doesn't go to school. <laughs> yes. Because she's yeah. like, oh, you're a student here? Like, she just has no other, mm-hmm. like, aspects of her life. Like, her parents sent her away to start mm-hmm. doing this. She doesn't remember her parents. Like, it's such a thing. Like, she had nothing else. No, she was sent away when she was very young. Yeah. It was yeah. almost, that's my question too about the, the question that Kendra raises for me is it's like in some areas of the world is the Slayer mythology something that's kind of known about in the culture and it's almost like they know that there's a Slayer and that's like, it's like a great honor to send their child to be trained into the Slayer. Whereas in America, it's this totally like random thing that no one is really I don't aware of. I don't know. Well, because she talks about having to keep it a secret, so I feel like yeah. it's not publicly So far with the information known. that we have, probably yeah. not, right? Can, can I ask mm-hmm. also a, a Buffy-verse question without mm-hmm. spoiling anything in the future? Sure. Um, so, the Slayer powers are not right. like mutant powers. You don't get them at... You, you get them whenever? Whenever it's, it's, it's When you're called. Yeah. So... When you're called, so so you could be like 25, and if you're worthy, you could get the Slayer powers. Right, right. Oh, it's okay. not like you're kissing a boy and suddenly you're rogue. Okay, I, I didn't know if it was a thing like the last Airbender, where like you know the person dies and then the baby is born. It's not like that. No. Yeah, okay. Okay. So. okay. It's yeah. not okay. worthy. It's not a worthy thing. I mean, you have you have to be the potential Slayer that is elected, but it's like you once once you are dead, the energy passes to the next Slayer. Mm-hmm. But it's not a conservation of energy thing because her life was brought back. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, weird thing. It's breaking physics. Mm-hmm. That would be a great spinoff of Breaking Bad. Breaking physics. Mm-hmm. Breaking physics. A bunch of physicists get into breaking laws of nature. For criminal enterprises. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Dear AMC, got we're, this great idea. We're, we're going to figure out how to break the law, the, the speed of light mm. for crime. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing? Cold fusion? <laughs> um... But I, I there's a lot of essays uh, on Buffy that talk about the relationship between Kendra and Buffy. Really? Yeah. And uh, and about the the polarity of them because 
Buffy having a full life and being aware of many aspects of the world makes her a better slayer. Mm-hmm. At the same time, though, yeah, and Henry's... Buffy also doesn't have as rough as she thinks she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, she definitely deals with her own personal stuff, but then also when you're looking at like the bigger scope of things, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's got it's a matrix. It's not a it's not a line that you're on somewhere on mm-hmm. it. You're mm-hmm. on a matrix. Although, um, but, I mean, in the idea that Buffy doesn't have it as bad as she thinks she does, I mean, amongst the two of them, Buffy is the one that has died and come back to life. Who has probably? I'm just gonna guess. If the Watchers Council really had to say who was the more important Slayer, that I think that Buffy would be that, because I think she's probably undergone more actual danger. The more important Slayer? I, th- I don't know. To me, I think they'll go with Kendra. I think the Watchers would pick Kendra, because, you know, and again, it's hard. To, from what we know about the Watchers, we basically we only know from Giles. Yeah. Right. At, yeah. at, this, at this point. And it's interesting because... I think Giles, we see that he meshes with Kendra so well, and yeah. you would think that the rest of the Watchers Council is like Giles. So, like, a no-nonsense, oh, I don't need to go talk to my boyfriend. Well, one, I don't think the Watchers would be like, <laughs> we don't like the fact that our Slayer has a vampire boyfriend. Yeah, I yeah. think that might be something that in the interview they'd be like, and I, I see at the bottom here in special skills yeah. it says dating angel. Yeah, yeah what is that? <laughs> the, the, worst, the worst vampire of all time. What, what yeah. is this? Um, How's that going? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about this. Yeah, I mean, it's basically, it's like the whole comparison that, like, Kendra is by the book, Buffy does things in her own way, and it's a very, like, Joss Whedon type thing to do, where he takes these kind of, like, misfit, like, rogue characters, um, and has them be, like, and they're, like, we follow their path, and they're, but then they come across other people doing similar things as them, and Mm -hmm. then it's like, you're not doing this correctly. It's like some people say, you know, Buffy, she's gonna skate if she wanna. She's gonna leave her friends behind. Chicken Sky, did you watch her? Was this, in the, was this yeah, all in part she, one? Uh, no, that was brand new. That was brand new. That was a brand new addition yeah. to that. You, you can't talk about part two without part one, though. Um, no. Yeah. Now, let me, let me, uh, uh, and I talk about this as well. I did not expect part two. To take this swerve of like, oh, it has to be this mystical ceremony that yeah. that fixes Drusilla. Like that, from what we knew of part one, I did not see this climax and coming. And it's also kind of outside the scope, as we were saying, Holland earlier, that like Spike and Drew are less of a ritualistic pair of vampires. Yes. Yeah, they're way more like modern. And it's weird because this whole time Drusilla is supposed to be weak, but she very much like decreases in this like two mm-hmm. episode span. Like all of a sudden she's like, like more bedridden and like mm-hmm. yeah it's all of a sudden it's like a serious issue and reminds like, me of like when you used to get strep throat in college which happened a lot because mm-hmm. you're living in apartments where everyone's getting sick and i would just like day I've one never, be like, i've never had strep throat. Just like sharing, never had strep throat. you only get strep throat Thank from God. sharing drinks or making out with people well that didn't happen because a i never share <laughs> and b doesn't he had, matter. He had a lonely college life. No, <laughs> <laughs> I read a lot um, of great books. I had lots of friends. Nietzsche. By the way, I'm going to say this right now. Uh, um, what's the title? What's what's my, what's my line? What's my line? What's my line? Part two has what I think I'm going to call it right now for me easily one of the top ten best moments of Buffy of all. Oh, ever. just to remind you, the Willow waking up from frog and that's part one. So oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The <laughs> the the ginger one moment. woman security guard. Oh. Oh wait. Chris is wait telling us wait a moment. Wait, which moment? Oh, you said what moment? I thought you said wait a moment. Patrice. Oh, yeah. Okay, Patrice. so Patrice. Is, is that her name? Yeah, Patrice yeah. Patrice is her Patrice. name. Okay, I wrote Patrice, this down. the the ginger security guard being like, 
Buffy Summers, and she's like, me, and then she pulls out a gun and starts firing, was just to me so absurd that I laughed out loud. But here's the other thing about this. This episode, 98, I believe. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Year before Columbine. Wow. You would never see this scene on TV now. No, you wouldn't. And she fires multiple guns. Like, she keeps using her, and she just unloads into the school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, shoots a student. So it's so weird that yeah. the, the moment was so funny because yeah. I did not expect it. Yeah. But then, but then after it happened, I was like, "Oh, oh they would yeah. never let this scene happen now." No, yeah. well, it's a great we'll, scene yeah. though. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about. No one more wants you, Rapa Trace. Yeah, exactly. We'll have next year. Yeah. Oh, I am looking yeah. forward to that. No, I'm not. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't um, that, that the Patrice was, because we already knew that in part one, only two of the Order of Taraka had been administered. It was that one random muscular man that was pretty easily defeated. Mr. Scar. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Scar. Such a Bond villain. He, yeah. If Bond dealt with paranormal, whoa. Yep. Let's, well, I'm going to oh, T.O. really quickly. That's a web series. Hey, guys, between us four. Series. Bond Fighting Bond, ghosts? but like with paranormal stuff. Okay. Yeah. What would his Ooh. name be? He would have to be I'm... like some like the name's Blackwater. Daniel Blackwater. Patrick Blackwater. Patrick Blackwater. <laughs> That's what David, it is. David Black David Blackburn? David Blackburn <laughs> in his head thinks he's James Bond. Uh, but he is he is not. <laughs> Blackwater. Patrick Black. Yeah. And then, I love uh, it. Great. And, we'll come and back you to that. Worm T-R- T-I, 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 yep. Time in. Yeah, yep. maggot, maggot guy. So let's talk about, um, well, he, no, he's not maggot guy. He's, uh, he's not, they're not maggots. They're the, oh God. His name is so Norman old. Feister. No, they're, they're, um, they're. That's what a maggot is. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, is that a maggot? <laughs> just to clarify what's happening. Do you not know what I'm a maggot a little, is? I'm making a little, like, rubby that's thing with my fingers. No, 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 they're just worms. I keep saying magnets. They're super worms? No, that's what a maggot looks like. Google a maggot. I'm not going to Google a I'm maggot. I'm Googling a maggot. Maggots gonna, aren't right. all like the puffy ones They're that you see in Lion King. Because I, I, feed, I feed my This episode of Sunnydale Biology <laughs> Study is brought to you by <laughs> Two maggots. people that were definitely... Why is maggot brain the second thing that comes up when you search magnet? Mag- yeah. Magnet. When you oh! search... Don't... No, oh, why did you pull that up? Why are you showing it to me? <laughs> that's uh, the just for the listeners, Colin just pulled up a uh, Google search of maggots. And one of the pictures was, don't, first of all, don't do it. Yeah, right now, do just it. don't do it. It was someone's eye and maggots coming out of it. Oh, so thank gross. you, Colin. Mm-hmm. I was going to go to a barbecue later today, but I'm Is just going to call up that family and cancel. Are there eyes at the barbecue? Yeah, lots Ooh, of eyes. Okay. Everyone was coming with at least two. <laughs> Wait, hold on. That sounded weird. <laughs> oh, well <Man>. done. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of maggot This is like guy, all pictures of like... A, speaking of maggot oh, guy, Chris. There was a big... A, I mean, a giant turning point of this episode. It's one of the literally most major never things Google about search it. maggots ever. This Ugh. is the most disgusting. Sorry, thing Chris. I've ever I'm seen. gonna have to. I'm just gonna have to just put you on ice for a second here. Just gonna but not myself. ice skating. Yeah, I'm very curious about Chris's point now. Yeah, I, I want to know too. But I just is maggot the... theater over? <laughs> That's um, another great web series idea. <laughs> maggot theater. theater is done. Maggot theater had yeah. its chance. Um, but is it? A... Holland's still looking at pictures. <laughs> Is, Zan- is Xander Cordy? They're really gross. <laughs> is Xander and Cordy? Yes. Xander and Cordy. First, first, first moment. The first and second kiss. This is the um, transition we're going to. Yeah. <laughs> Cordelia maggots makes sense. <laughs> Xander and Cordelia, who are arguably the, the maggots of the Scooby Gang, finally brought together through having to survive yep. against Maggot Man. And that I love I'm that. Pretty moment. sure he's the music worms. swells. It's beautiful. Yeah, they do the weird music swelling moment. But but here's the other thing. Uh, I, I like that moment. I think it's great that this is the first moment they do it. Here's the thing. When Xander pulls up the duct tape 
from right. from the door. Yeah, terrible idea. They show they, they show the doorknob. Mm-hmm. That door doesn't lock. Oh, that door doesn't lock. You're and, right. and has no lock on it. You're right. It's like an old like 1950 style like you know that just has the the glassy doorknob. It has no lock on it. Why did maggot guy just come in? Because <laughs> he's maggots. He, he was turning. I'm just saying, like, yeah. Maggots, maggots can't do- open doors. Exactly. Holly, All right, maggots have no idea how to Holly, open doors. Mealworms. Okay, I I, looking, looking at the maggots, they do look more like mealworms. You are correct. Uh, and there's a reason. Wait, hold on, maybe not. Because now I look at the But they're supposed oh, there to be they are. maggots. Yeah, this is what I feed. Yeah, to. they okay. do look like mealworms. But it said that yeah. they were. They refer to them as maggots. You're right, maggots they do. You're totally right. There's two things It was probably easier to get mealworms versus maggots. When shooting. Because you could just go to the They were the like, let's yeah. go to the pet store and buy a bunch of Crawl our way out of this conversation, Omar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is, gonna, I'm going to be crawling in a little bit. I don't know if we need to necessarily get into this as much. This is just to, okay, one is, it reminds, I'm just going to, this is Holland, you and I are going <laughs> to, right it. now. But uh, reminds me of the smoking episode of X-Files. Yeah, we're, yeah, that, yeah, we're basically like, when people smoke these cigarettes, they get infected with maggots. It's and crazy. It's and their like lungs. Their I, I well, don't yeah. that one. It's and their crazy. lungs. It's yeah, gross. and like, because it ends up happening smoke. to Mulder, and so it's a really great anti-smoking episode. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and say. Mulder has like maggots in his lungs. Wow. Um, yeah. Okay. Great episode. Should have used glue. Should have ate glue. Should have ate glue. <laughs> yeah. And then the other part of that, I don't know how much to necessarily, this is, okay, let me see if I can condense this, because it's, it's an important story to me. Uh, and I don't want it to go on too long because it's very selfish taking up time. But okay, so I, uh, my turtle is named Xander. Okay. Uh, I have a red ear slider. Um, and uh, so he, turtles hibernate okay. during the winter. Oh, yeah. Ugh. For like a few months, right? I don't like this. Story. And so uh, I moved him outside for, the li- for a little bit. I moved him outside and onto the patio. I'd made like this pond. I bought like a pond liner from mm-hmm. Home Depot. Uh, I got him a little like coconut skin like land that he could crawl up on and bask and stuff like that. And anyway, one day, he starts to just burrow into the dirt uh, that I made him a little walkway to dirt. And so he burrows in, and I look it up, and they, they hybrid it. I'm like, awesome. And just to, this is sort of Tarantinoing it, but before that, um, I had gotten a bunch of, like, mealworms, much like these ones, mm-hmm. right, uh, that, that the man turns into. And I put them in the dirt, and they burrowed in. I was like, oh, well, okay, he'll just, like, find them and eat them. This is a very natural environment for him. I'm doing a good job. So he's, got, he's hibernating. They're supposed to hibernate for, like, a few months. Uh, and I start to research. I'm like, you know what? Those worms, though, I have a weird feeling. I looked it up. Those worms can hurt turtles. Oh, no. And people said, don't let them, don't let super worms around your turtle if they're hibernating. And then I was like, okay, well, what do I do? I looked it up. Can you wake up a turtle from hibernation? And they said, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. Because they'll freak out, right? Like, you have to do a slow process or whatever. But like, don't. Then, so I let it go for like a month or something. And then all these bugs started to come out of the dirt. Uh, and like all these like worms and some maggots were coming up and stuff like that. And I'm start- I'm like, okay, just calm-, calm down. Like, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure they're just gnats. I'm sure that's what they are. And they're just coming up by like the buckets. That's not really a measurement of what you measure gnats with, but like they start to come up out of the dirt a lot and I'm starting to get worried and I keep researching it and it, lo- it turns out if the turtle isn't, it was like something like if the turtle's not under 50 degrees Fahrenheit, their bodies wake up and are digesting but they can't move because they're cold-blooded. Weird. So what happens to a lot of turtles that, and this is a warning for anyone who has turtles, if you don't keep them at the right temperature or you don't pull them out of hibernation in a certain way, they will wake up and then just slowly die at the bottom of, of a bucket or dirt or whatever you've left them in. And if there's worms around them, the worms will attack them. And so I'm just like, okay, great. I've just killed my turtle. Like I've effectively just killed my turtle. He's fine though. So I start to dig through the dirt one day I start to like, I have to pull myself together. I'm like, I have to do this. 
And I start to dig through the dirt and I'm digging and digging and I see his shell at the bottom and there's like totally worms around it. I'm like, well, he's dead. Congratulations. Mm. I walk away and I don't know if you've seen Interstellar. Yes. But there's a scene mm. where one of the characters had like has to be brave and rescue another character even though the other character might be dead. Yep. And I just thought of that scene and I was like, if they can do it, I can do it. And I pulled him out and he is like bleeding because the worms had attacked him and stuff like that. But he just wakes up and I just started crying. I was like, oh my God, he's alive. Anyway. And your tears... And did your tears heal him? No. Oh. Oh. No. No. Why? No. But. <laughs> Xander's if, fine, everyone. He's watching yeah, us Xander's record fine. the podcast right now. And if only his blood could be used to cure Drusilla. That would have been, I would have donated it, to be honest. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think Xander would have wanted that, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyhow, that's a story about my turtles surviving all these terrible, but they are assassins. This is what I'm trying to get to. They're assassins. Got this it. character mm-hmm. isn't really an invention out of fiction. That's really what these worms are. They just created a human character. only if you're hibernating and can't move. Sure. But, uh, yeah. Like, I was just reading this book where this girl gets attacked by pigs, but it's because she's injured and can't move. Mm. What book is that? Is that the sequel to Animal Farm? Dolphins? No. <laughs> it's a, no, it's a, it's a Scott Siegler book. So I was watching this television show called Buffy the Vampire Slayer, um, and (laughs) Chris is the only one who's allowed to go on tangents in the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and so the thing that I also liked, besides Xander and Cordelia kissing in this episode, was Oz and Willow kind of. Chris just kept rewinding. Uh, Oz and Willow. So uh, the the animal cracker scene. Oh yeah, and also like Oz. Well, because in the episode before this. Oh, no, it's in this episode. Oh, I brought it up last episode. Whoops. We kind of uh, mixed. We kind of mixed. It's in this and episode. And we gave the warning to be yeah. Oz gets shot protecting Willow. Like, they yeah. barely From show the ginger it, but, yeah, guard. when she's shooting bullets, he kind of, like, dies and protects her, and he gets, like, grazed in the arm. Which is crazy. It's yeah. a crazy thing that happens. Yeah. The school shooting. It's, it's, yeah. it's when, you, when you put it in, in modern-day terms, that, that scene is, like, whoa. Insane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I don't think they, like, at the time, like... They would have never thought of it that way because, you know, it wasn't as common or, yeah. you know, that Columbine had yet to happen. But, yeah. and that's why at first I was just like, I just thought the setup of that gag, but, and that's why like, I, I think this episode is way better than part one, but this is a very weird episode to me. And cause you have the ritual, you've got the yes, shooting, the shooting. And then, and then the, the good chunk of the, the beginning is Cordy and Xander stuck in a basement at the same time as Kendra basically explaining how weird her life is yeah. to the Scoobies. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, it's it's such a weird episode. It it, it is very weird. And then, and then and then oh, an angel being afraid of light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I oh, mean, and as he should, whole... it will kill him. Yeah. I mean, yeah this yeah, was. Yeah. Am I mistaken yeah. that this two-parter was Marty Noxon stepping onto the scene? Right. You are not incorrect. I believe. Yeah. Although, has she written know, anything before? Check, but Marty Noxon was on. Is is like hardcore in the writing staff now. Marty yeah, Noxon no. was amazing. Oh, he's he, amazing. Oh, is he a big... Uh, she. She. Um, sorry, my bad. <laughs> uh, she's she also could. in Dr. Horrible. When you say she's Marty, I think McFly. <laughs> <laughs> Marty Noxon becomes instrumental in the rest of the series in terms of the writing staff, and she hadn't necessarily had her own solo episode before this two-parter, and even though nice. she, uh, she co-writes the first episode, but this episode, part two, is even though it kind of deviates from her general style, I feel like it's like, they're pretty, it's a pretty heavy hitter episode. It's a game changer. It changes the Spike and Drusilla dynamic. It brings Angel and it makes the Angel Spike Drusilla situation far more serious than it is. It shows that Buffy's, uh, like Buffy's death had more than just kind of like this wash away thing. It's bringing in this giant other world. And it's like Marty Noxon does heavy hitter episodes in the future. And this was her, 
stepping into the scene being like i'm marty Knoxon, mm-hmm. i'm a heavy hitter that and and uh, that's something you you hit it on the head when you talked about the buffy's death introduced this whole new world that's i think the greatest thing this episode did is yeah it, it really expanded the world of the show because again it, it, we get to learn some specific things that angelus did yeah. to drusilla we get to learn um that oh there can be more than one slayer yeah that's weird yeah. And so, like, maybe they can be, like, Green Lanterns? Yeah. Like, is that where we're going core? with this? Yeah, there's a Slayer Corps? Like, Ooh, like this is Slayer weird. Core. You know? Yeah, there's that? a Slayer Corps. That's Let's go patrol, poosers. Put that on a t-shirt. The Slayer <laughs> Corps. Yeah. Um, the, uh... it just, that, that's the kind of thing that this episode really did. And even and even the fact of in, introducing the, the assassins, whose name we couldn't remember in episode one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that there are these other mystical organizations out there. Oh, the Order of you Taraka? You know what? That is yeah, huge. Right, like, yeah. I know that there are, like, the idea of, like, ancient orders, right? Mm-hmm. Which almost seems like in season one we get that a lot, where it's, like, almost yeah. like these outdated. They're just lingering, mm-hmm. you know? They're kind of, like, slowly burning out. Whereas this is, like, no, paranormal world is still going on. It's yeah. outside the scope of mm-hmm. just Sunnydale. And bringing Spike and Drew into that, where they're not just, like, these bullies. They're not just town mm-hmm. bullies, but, like, they are going to be a huge... They're part of this magical world With, as well. Without spoiling any future episodes, do the assassins of Tarak ever come back? No. So. Are they ever mentioned again? No. Uh, okay. there, there, there was a video game made out of them after this episode. Really? What? Turok. Wow. Ah, oh, Turok the Dinosaur. Yeah, right. yeah. Yep. <laughs> I think this, this episode also kind of establishes, um, like this in the last, this one mostly, that like Spike is kind of hitting his breaking point because he yeah. kind of came in and he thought it would be easy oh, to, yeah. Yeah, to kill Buffy. Um, and he's had his little like... Uh, henchmen or whatever the name is for that the people he's been sending out and he just he's just mm-hmm. like oh everyone who works for me is an idiot and this is the first time he's like breaking out the big guns like he brings in the like nerdy vampire guy to like go through all the books mm-hmm. and he's like mm-hmm. there has to be something here and then he like hires this like professional kind of like order of assassins because he's finally getting to the point where he's like all right this isn't working and yeah. he's kind of like mm-hmm. losing it well it's it's so interesting too because like Again, as I mentioned in episode one, it's probably been at least 10 years since I've watched any Buffy episodes. Right. And so, like, coming into this, there were some observations that I, that, I, that I made. And one of the observations that I made from this episode was that James Marsters... Is it Marsters? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, greatest actor on this show. He's oh, amazing. yeah. I agree. And, and, and he immediately just, like, hit his... Hit, hit yeah. his... his uh, the character's way. And here's the greatest thing about right now, because this is big, bad villain Spike. Mm-hmm. And he, at the time was a great villain. Yeah. He was really threatening. And, 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 and as, again, no spoilers, but what we know what happens later on, we kind of forget that. Yeah. Yeah. But he we, comes, he's the big bad. When he showed up, he was very intimidating, very scary. Like, how are we going to beat this guy? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and, his, and his, his pairing with Drew and the idea of, like, how this episode ends with, like, now she's... Now Drew's they're in not charge. Dead. And yeah. Drew's in charge. And then Spike has even more now to fight for yeah because you can tell that he's a pretty proud guy mm-hmm. um you can tell that he's a pretty angry guy at this point now and that drew is better and she who knows what she can do she's like a mm-hmm. she's like scarlet witch but like wants to hurt people more yep. yeah. um yeah so that whole that's just so exciting that's just um so interesting and the fact that like we were seeing spike exhaust a lot of his resources Mm-hmm. so it's gonna get to the point where it's gonna go back to him it's gonna go back to like a school hard situation where it's just like just him and the slayer you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> uh are you guys a buffy or a kendra if you had to choose one buffy oh lord i i, I won't okay chris is, i want to hear your answers i don't know i feel like if i knew that i was the slayer i would be more of a kendra because i would 
not that like I would give up all of my life, but I would have put so much into it. Like I would have read them in like I've always just been really yeah. obsessive about doing homework and stuff. So I would have just read the manual and I would have like read all the books and I would have wanted to know everything to know about this. Especially because like I knew I was putting like my life like mm. on the line. I feel like you so and I are Kendra. Yeah. Like I would have like studied hardcore and like I would have like ignored guys and like I would just be focused on this one thing. I would definitely be. I'm going to say the cop out and I, I'm going to say neither. Oh, I don't because because I'm I'm totally I don't shirk responsibilities like Buffy does. Right. But I'm not that hardcore. Like, I think sure. I I actually think I'd be the perfect middle between the two. You would be like a Halloween Giles. Sure. Like you'd be the bad like, guy. It'd be, but like, you'd also- yeah. it'd be like Charlie's Angels and you would be the other Slayer that would come in. There you and go. You would yeah. Just yeah. Be like the, oh, the man. Bridge. Can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. I want to see that. Kendra, Buffy and Jason. And yep. Yep. I can't Slayer think of the, I can't think of the original <laughs> Charlie's Angels. I can only think of like the Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu right. and mm-hmm. uh, Drew Barrymore ones. But the really goofy one is Cameron Diaz. The very serious one is Lucy Liu. And then like Dylan is like Drew Barrymore's character. Dylan yeah. is like the awesome like badass one who like yeah. gets stuff done but also like has fun yeah i'm Drew like, the cool one you know, I, Drew i'm the Drew Cameron Barrymore Diaz is always the silly one right <laughs> like, even in john malkovich she was not, the silly one not really i mean she was crazy but like i don't think she was silly <laughs> she was just hanging out with monkeys <laughs> uh yeah i'm definitely um, i'm definitely a buffy which is here. i'm gonna do my life and i i'm i'm totally doing these responsibilities are you kidding I did all this oh, and I did that. I did yeah, yeah. It's fine. I, I have another question along that that, you, that your question made me think of. Was it a good idea for them to just let Kendra go away? No, because okay, you're sitting <laughs> you're sitting on top of the Hellmouth. Yeah, you learn there's another Slayer. Great. If if I'm Giles, I'm the Watcher. I'm picking up my phone. I'm calling the Watcher Council and be like, Hey, can we get a transfer? Because two <laughs> Slayers are better than one. Yeah. Let's do this. I'm gonna go climb into like the wheel chassis of an airplane. Is that cool with you guys? No. Yeah. Stay and fight. Stay, stay here and help a us. Hellmouth. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. But, I mean, yeah, she had her, but she had responsibilities back home. What? More than a helmet? Her laundry was in the dryer? <laughs> I, I, she had yeah. not talked to boys at home. That's what it was. That's what it was. There's a lot of boys here in Sunnydale. You Oop. can ignore them? Yeah. I mean, there's global, uh, de- I, I get, there's I, global demon activity. There's global demon activity. So it's like, yes, I, the hell Well, I guess is. I get the... Mm-hmm. But just knock out all the Sunnydale stuff, right? Yeah. And then just move on, move on, one by one by one. Like you, you Slayer it's, like, it's kind of like when people only like level up like one Pokemon in Pokemon, <laughs> and they're just like, we'll hit a bunch of Rattatas or whatever, right? Yeah. And we'll just train with like my like I don't know Cubone or something like that. But then they go to a gym and it's yeah. like Cubone's not effective. No, that's why you balance them. Yep. Omar, that's why you train them up. Omar yep. just made the reference that is too nerdy for me. What? <laughs> <laughs> I am not proud of it. <laughs> I don't that's feel good a, about it. No, that's such be a proud of it. You learn that as you, you learn that as an at an early age. Mm-hmm. And that's our first bell. Uh, I'm so sorry, but. Uh, we are not out of time, so I'm not sorry about that because we get to do our extracurricular activity, which means we're going to make something up on the spot. We are recording this across the entire continent of the United States of America. North America, actually. Oh, North America. Yeah, is the continent. <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep thinking that everywhere is Australia, so everything yeah, is just yeah. either a continent or a country. Uh, across the entire country, we are doing this coast to coast. Um, and so we are, this is going to be a pan American or transcontinental. 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 Improv. Uh, extracurricular activity. Yeah. Um, so, Holland, what are we doing this week? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, think I know, last one was so good. Last one was great. I didn't have a plan. I didn't Wait, what did you guys do last time? Well, 
We did Willow's Dream. Willow's Dream of the Frogs. Oh. We got the Animal Crackers thing that came up. Um, oh, Animal Crackers was good. Um, what was the Animal Crackers thing? How the monkey's the only pants. one who wears pants. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. And okay, Actually, I want to know. Okay, so I want to get the opinions of the other Animal Crackers in the Animal <laughs> Cracker box. No, because this is a good point that Oz brings up. He says that the monkey is the only Animal Cracker that wears like pants and a hat. And then he's like, do you think the other an Animal Crackers feel slighted that they don't have clothing? Oh, these are on fire. Yeah. You are heating up. After if the next you've one... already put this idea in my head. <laughs> No, I am it's... heating up because I'm like sweating. Okay, oh, <laughs> yeah, we are actually also very hot. Yes. <laughs> Is it really uh, warm where you guys are? Oh, it's so fucking yeah. hot. It's over 100, man. <laughs> Jeez, um, crow. This is the opposite of Xander going into hibernation. Yep. This is, he would not go into hibernation. <laughs> okay, so Animal Crackers discussing the monkey that's probably over, like, I don't know, bathroom break or something like yeah. that. Okay, yeah, yeah. The monkey's okay. over, yeah, over there, yeah. So, under, what animals are usually. I think a there's bear, like a an lion. alligator. There's a lion. A lion. Uh, I'll be the lion. Uh, Great. Do uh, you want to be the crocodile? Crocodile, yeah. Uh, Chris, you want to be the bear? I'm in. And a seal. There's a seal. There is a seal. I'll be the seal. You're the seal, man. All right. Who are you again? Crocodile. Crocodile. All right. Okay. You want to you want to kick it off, Croc? They're very scary animals. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hello, Animal Cracker Kingdom. I have drawn this meeting today, uh, so we can discuss. Excuse arf, arf, arf. Whoa, 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 whether, whoa. Whether or not we think it's fair uh, that the monkey gets to wear pants. Excuse me, excuse me. Um, I hate to hate to be a bother here. I'm the lion. I'm usually the king of the jungle. Why are you leading this meeting? Uh, because I can <laughs> kill my... I have enough strength in my... I have more strength in my jaw than you do in your entire you, body. You, Is I'm, that an animal? Do we do we know a or, movie called the, the Lion King? I'm just saying, everybody, the Lion King. Crocodile, I cro I didn't kill the I crocodile hunter. I, I crocodile. won't rain on your parade. I'm just pointing that out. I don't know enough about crocodiles. <laughs> Where's Let Lauren? me seal this fissure between all of us. Our enemy is not each other, and our positions in jungles or bogs or swamps, or perhaps a harbor. But instead, or this package of cookies. <laughs> <laughs> instead, the monkey who has been given pants and yet none of us get anything. I want a hat. Look. What say you, bear? We bears. We bears are a proud species, and even when we don clothes like Great Pooh himself, we are always pantsless. Yes, Yogi, we do not wear pants, we wear ties, we wear hats, we wear shirts, but we are pantsless all the time, and so for you to sweat these pants that this monkey wears, look, monkey's not gonna hang with us, he wasn't invited to the meeting, let him have his damn pants. I just want to point out that I think uh, we're all pretty predatory. That we could probably eat the monkey, even though we are all cookies. Oh, we just could drop him in the water. We for could me. We, we we could just eat him, you know, or or yeah. or you know, like or or just let him run around till he gets tired, and then let you know let let my wife take care of him. Yeah, and then she'll bring him to yep. you. Yep. Oh, you can use your jaws. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to bring up the obvious here, but I don't think I can actually physically wear pants. Uh, of course you can. Because the tail and the my, like, monkeys short. have tails as well, and but yet I have they to, my took tail, it to the tailor. My tail is like way longer. That than should like just tailor. That should I just be another knock for why the crocodile should not be leading this meeting. I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there. Uh, <laughs> I've been trying to get yes. over my insecurities. Uh, my therapist told me that I should take more charge. Your tail is great, and I'm glad you're talking to Hank again. <laughs> 
Look, so we're gonna I, kill this monkey, right? I majority rules. Seals, the monkey. Seals have always been referred to as the sharks of the ocean. If you drop him in a harbor near me, let me tell you, the waters will run red with his blood. Yes. Are you I, with us or against us, bear? I vote kill the monkey, but not because of his pants, but because we should just do it. He's horrible. He's annoying. He's always just crawling and speaking in this quick tone of voice, and I don't appreciate it, and I think he yes. deserves death. So motion one is kill them. Oh, I'm sorry. You're supposed to be leading this uh, game. See, it's, I'm just natural at it. The lion. The lion king. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I think we all agreed to vote that we will kill the monkey, and I suggest doing so by dropping him in a glass of milk. Oh, glass of milk. 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 Somebody call the monkey over here. Let's get him. And that's our final bell. Wow, I did not expect it to get there. I did not expect it to get to. That was unanimous, guys. We killed the monkey. We should make a. We should do a play that's Lord of the Flies, but animal crackers. But it's called Glass of Milk. Glass of Milk. Yeah. That was amazing. Wow, that was pretty nuts. That took us to a very dark place. Yep. Hey, we all know what we think about graham cracker monkeys. We're coming. What's in that? Yeah, I think Oz was what? just trying. I think Oz was just being clever. Probably, and the Blurdy. movie just decided yeah. to take his words. And- he just saw Armageddon and copied this scene. Oh, Don't give him any credit. That's probably right. It's probably right. <laughs> no, no. Thank you guys so much for joining us of our discussion of part two. What's my line? It's been amazing. Uh, there's a lot that we want to say about Kendra, but we'll you know maybe we'll have a Kendra special. Because uh, Andre, I, you, guys, to... you guys could do a whole episode on Kendra. We, I really could. Do. we could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's a Andre lot written about Kendra. It? I would love to do a Kendra special. Sure, do it. There's so much to happen this episode, and I want to focus on Kendra. But you know what? She deserves her own episode. Yeah. Let's talk about it. We'll do it. I also session. wanted to talk about Sam Zabuto, who is Kendra's watcher, who like is only really referenced what? in that. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good like. It, there's lots of lot like that's a that sounds prime for like fan stories. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. totally. Like Let's Tales of the Slayers. Yeah. No, Kendra. Ooh, I just heard some lightning happening here. No, I would definitely like to check Thunder. out. Can't Kendra's hear lightning, Thunder. bear. Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> we bears are a proud lightning fearing species. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, thank you so much for joining no, us with this two parter. Thank you guys for letting me uh, come out because when you get, you first suggested this idea, this episode, I I automatically like picked episode two, and then I was like, well, I should probably just do episode one as well. So, I appreciate you letting me invade your podcast for two episodes in a row. Thank you. Yeah. If you want to hear more of Jason's podcasting, please check out Geek History Lesson. You can go to geekhistorylesson.com uh, as I throw my, <laughs> my headphones. <laughs> yep. I almost knock over our entire recording equipment. <laughs> I wish that uh, was the beginning of the X-Men yeah. cartoon right now. Uh, yeah, if you want to find more of me, you can listen to our podcast, Geek History Lesson. It's at geekhistorylesson.com. Uh, it's on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, the Retro Diaries is premiering every Monday, youtube.com slash jawin, that's J-A-W-I-I-N, or at theredshirtdiaries.com. And you can find me on Twitter if you didn't like my voice at all, and don't think that Lion should be the king of the jungle, at jawin, J-A-W-I-I-N, at Twitter, Instagram, all those places. Thank you guys so much. This was a lot of fun, and I appreciate you guys letting me nerd out with you. There was, Thank you. and I can't believe I was out nerded. That's crazy. By <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon, Pokemon stupid, did it. you just Pokemon met did Professor O yep. trading session. But let's be honest, yeah. Lion King, right? Lion King. Mm. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with Croc King. <laughs> I don't have enough self-esteem to fight for myself as a crocodile. I'll fight for you. I don't think I don't think she needs to be the head. I'll fight for you. Uh, Chris, where can they find? Where can they find you? 
Hello, my name is Chris Promonti. Uh, you can find me on the internet uh, as a Montioc, A-M-O-N-T-I-O-C-K, or you can find me across the greatest law, the greater Los Angeles area with a group called Robot Teammate and the Accidental Party performing musical improv. Or recently, we've started periscoping our shows. Uh, at By the way, they're Robot great. Teammate. Thank you, thank you, Jalen. And yeah, you, uh, I do stuff with Sunnydale Study Group and I'm fantastic on YouTube, but you know, I'll, I'll, uh, those are the things. You'll, you'll find enough of me on that stuff. How about you, Holland Farkas? Uh, my name is Holland Farkas. If you want to criticize me for knowing nothing about animals, crocodiles in particular, <laughs> uh, you can send that hate tweet to yeah, at Holland Farkas right on thing. Twitter. Yeah. I know they have strong, I just yeah. didn't know. You were totally right look about it. Up. Um, also Facebook, Holland Farkas, Instagram, Farkland, uh, youtube.com slash TelltaleHardXO. Um, TelltaleHardXO! I run all of the Rocket Jump affiliated social media accounts, so you can also just bother me there. That's <laughs> a secret. It's not really a secret. This, this is the first time you mentioned it. It's not really. This is the first time I mentioned it. Unless you mention it. It, it says it in my Twitter bio. Secret revealed. In my Twitter um, bio, it's like, <laughs> I am this Twitter account. Hello, true believer. Uh, you can Hello, always find <laughs> You can find Omar on Twitter at Excelsior. <laughs> Excelsior number, on Twitter. Number two. Facebook.com slash Excelsior. Visionaries. <laughs> Uh, you can also find me at youtube.com slash 2 geeks or number 2 geeks on Twitter. You can always find me also on my personal Twitter, which is just at Omar Najam. Um, you can find everything related to Sunnydale City Group at SSG Podcast. Again, it's at SSG Podcast, as well as facebook.com slash Sunnydale Study Group. We're also on Instagram. Please, if you have any passing fancies, throw them our way. We'd love to chat about anything Buffy-related, anything nerdy, anything geeky. Holland and I both sit on, like, social decks, like, all day. So yeah. We'll, mm. We will see the two. Actually, all I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us, and thank you so much for all your support. Again, Jason, can't say thank you. No, enough. thank you. You thank have the you. podcast. You have the voice made for podcasting. Do I? Just I? Have to say. Absolutely. But not the face. Uh, Is the face well, made, for made for podcasting, podcasting. <laughs> No, because that's an insult. Uh, <laughs> and thank you guys we're, we're for dealing with uh, dealing with Skyping me in. I'm sure it's going to be annoying in some way to put this oh, on Well, in all fairness, we didn't Skype you in. We no, just it's all good. <laughs> we're all, we're always, we're, this is the only time that I've been okay being near a bear. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> good. Uh, all right, guys. By the way, to, b- yep. bear and lion would kill the rest of you guys. Just saying. Oh. Uh, <laughs> crocodile's just going to go underwater and bite. A seal? No. Also water. We yeah. have it's just like a water, giant trout. So. Yep. Water works in our <laughs> Sorry to derail us at the very end. There you go. <laughs> Thank you again. This is awesome. Yes. Oh, cool. We have so many great guests uh, continuing for season two, so please continue to join us. And until then, grab your books. Grab your bags. We'll see you next week. Okay, here's uh, that I, I am just as angry when Kendra leaves as one other instance in geek lore. Sure. Which is, uh, in, have you guys seen the movie Ghost Rider?
No. Uh, yes. I know exactly the moment that you're going to bring up. The old Ghost Rider, and yep. that's a great concept. So instead of a motorcycle that's on fire, it's a guy who's on a horse, and they're both on fire. And just like Buffy, you learn that the, the, the spirit of vengeance yep. transfers to generate to generations. Okay. And it's amazing. It's And like and it's uh, played by what's his name? So, Sam. Oh, oh God. I know. Sam Neill, not Sam Worthington. Sam. Um, oh, I'll tell you. Wise Ganji. He does Dodge. He, he's the voice of the Dodge truck commercials. Yeah, and he's also. And he's, he's a in, tombstone. Yeah, and he's um, in. Uh, Sam. Oh, I'll get it. Okay, yeah, we'll get it. But anyway, he used to be Ghost Rider, okay? And Ghost Rider has and to like go fight West. like a bad guy. And then so he's just like, Sam Elliott. Sam, Sam Elliott. Because he talks down like yep. this. He's so Sam Elliott, one of the greatest American actors, is like, shall we ride? And him and Nick Cage are riding. This is like a dream come true for me. There's like mm. two amazing actors. And he he activates his Ghost Rider powers. And he's like Old West Ghost so Rider. So he's a horse on fire. Yep. He's a motorcycle on fire. They ride to the West. It's pretty great. They ride to the side of the, where they're going to fight the villain. And the it's going to be an amazing fight. And then he shuts down his firepower and goes, well, that's all I had. This fight's yours. The horse would have been fine just galloping out there. Save up your firepower, literally, yeah. for fighting together. Yeah, like, yeah. you can just team up. You didn't help at all. <laughs> <laughs>